In a world with strange ED side effects and nail gun accidents run rampant, Alice Eccles will go to Washington in search of healthcare reform and will accidentally fall in love. Did you really come back for me, Scott? Honestly, I came to get my belt sander and to see if you got fixed, but I guess that didn't happen. What's with this Washington business? That doesn't sound good. It's where I'm going to get help. That's your crazy brain turning on itself, Alice. You can't fix a crazy brain with crazy thinking. That's broken talking to broken. It's not broken talking to broken. It's a good idea. Or an idea. It's the only one we've got. It's not a good one. There are a lot of bad movies out there. Listen as we try to find the ones that are so bad, they're actually good. Is it just bad? Or is it exceptionally bad? Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Exceptionally Bad. I'm Brant. I'm Bracken. I'm Nate. I'm Ben. And I'm Danny. Welcome back, Danny. We missed you the last couple times. Thanks. It has been a couple times. I'm glad to be back. Does it feel good to not be grounded anymore? Listen, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> My family issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't supposed to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how's you guys' week been? It's, it's been a little while. It's yeah. been kind of a few weeks. Yeah, the holidays take up a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Tsunamis have been coming through. Oh, yes. Our, our listeners aren't going to notice because the episodes roll out every couple weeks. Oh, but yeah. yeah right. It's in all their, good. In their hearts, they will. Like, these guys yeah. sound older. <laughs> <laughs> a little more mature, a little wiser. Yeah, Wait, yeah. a lot of bomb cyclones. <laughs> oh, gosh. Aerial, uh, what do they call them? Aerial rivers? Yeah. Yeah. Atmospheric rivers. Atmospheric rivers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, we've been socking sopping wet we're feeling the moisture yeah yeah it doesn't rain in california where we live yeah and it has been raining nonstop for like three weeks it's weird for us yeah it's been super cool um so i you know we usually do our little intros i'm curious what is the weirdest accident using power tools that you are personally aware of Oh boy, that can get. So is, I, I have is this a funny or dark. I have the statute not... of limitations expired. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have a, a weird situation. This isn't actually uh, like an accident where there was an injury, but uh, I learned a lot of do-it-yourself stuff from my dad, who okay. learned it him through trial and error. He learned it through trial and error. Yeah. And books probably. It was pre-internet. But when I was a kid, he was trying to. Um, install a new ceiling light mm-hmm. in one of our rooms and somehow he got it to a situation where he was trying to turn the light switch on and nothing would happen but he had his power drill plugged in and anytime he pulled the trigger and started drilling the light would come on <laughs> <laughs> and he's like look at this i can turn the light on and off by turning the, pulling the trigger on the drill it was weird and anyway. your mom was like that is not a fun party trick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not using your Milwaukee drill to turn right. the fan on every day. Uh, Bracken, you sounded like you had some uh, I, I'm, deep admission. I'm totally drawing a blank. Uh, power tools. Uh, yeah, I don't. Not, not I, so much. Not I have so much. Uh, power nail. I mean, 
stapler, staple gunned myself. Oh, you have? Yeah. I thought that just happened in like comedy movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah like Chevy Chase. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like romantic no, comedy movies that like it, always uh, happens. Yeah. Um, it wasn't occupational hazard. Terrible, terrible. But I mean, I did miss and hit my finger in a. It only went in like a quarter of an inch, but uh, you know, yeah. to have a staple stuck in your finger and then you like pull it out doesn't I mean, feel that's, good that's gross yeah so i mean yeah. what, i mean how do we want to define like an accident an accident well as long as it wasn't on purpose well <laughs> so when i think when i think of power tools i am taken back to my uh, in ninth grade i took metal shop okay and you know you spend some time in the classroom and some time in the shop I, i've got a lot of stories there for this particular class but what I, whenever I think of like accidents or like misusing tools of any uh-huh. sort, uh, I either, I either think of a uh, wood shop when I was in seventh grade, um, where there's this kid that would just lay out, you know, those, uh, if you've ever worked in a wood shop, some, that school, they have like that giant kind of shop vac that's built into the wall oh, yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. the, uh, for the shavings and the sawdust. Yep. Uh, there's this, this kid, I think his name was Jason. We just called him MILF because of this, um, he would just lay on the ground and he'd have this like plumber's crack showing all the time. So for some reason we his nickname became Melvin and he would just sit there like the whole class and he'd take like a chunk of the two by fours and just stick it in and watch it get sucked up the tube like it was the, <laughs> like it was magic. Right. Was that a major theme in oh an elf? When yeah, when he, yeah, like when he puts his hand on the <laughs> Ooh, that's sucky. Ooh, that's sucky. Yeah, it, it was that was very much Melv. Um, but in in my metal shop class, I think about how we have. They talk about safety and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you guys remember taking those, if you ever took shop and the videos they show of like people losing their eyes oh, and stuff. Oh gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the nail stuck in the But do you guys know what an arc welder is? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So to listeners who don't know what it is, it's uh, like you've got yeah, two. I'm, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> so the arc, the arc welder is a machine that has two welding arms that will come together like the, so you'll, it'll spot weld. Electrical or, oh. welding. The spot I said arc welder. I'm a spot, spot welder. welder. The spot oh, welder spot will will weld on both sides. If you have two pieces of metal, you want to weld together just in a spot. And it just okay. does one little spot. And it's welding. and it's like a clamp almost, where you've yeah. got the two. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Listeners you see it in like see, car manufacturing. Yeah, feeling like it's me. something out of Aliens Here. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> listeners can can hear my fingers. <laughs> yes. Yes. So the teacher always said like don't. He's like, do not use a spot welder unless you're welding something because it will weld together. So oh, yeah. within weeks of actually... Somebody welded the spot welder. And they, you know, some dumb kid did it on purpose. <laughs> well, it was also like, don't make... So remember, I grew up and went to schools that were like 120% white. Okay. And so the, the common <laughs> the common name for like a shuriken or any sort of like martial arts throwing was Chinese star. Okay. So yeah. that's how the teacher would... Re- to it it's like don't make any chinese stars so you walk into the shop and if you look up chinese, chinese there's, stars there's, yeah, yeah. yeah. shuriken's everywhere like yeah. spot welded pieces of sharp metal together <laughs> thrown in the ceiling and uh, I love it. so like within a week of being in there some kid ruined the spot welder so yeah. that's the oh, what man. always comes to mind when i hear think about like power tools in my own life with yeah. quote-unquote accidents so i've i've got a couple so one was with my dad um he wasn't the most handy guy in the world. Um, and he was, we had this just old disease ridden tree in the backyard that we had a tree fort in. And it was finally just time to go. Cause it was, 
it would drip like this disgusting sticky sap oh, over yuck. everything and we yes. get hornets everywhere. Uh-huh. So he decided, you know what, this is the year we get rid of that tree. So he gets a chainsaw and he's not a professional arborist. I think that is the term. <laughs> yeah. um, so he's, he's wielding this chainsaw a little bit like a madman. He's got no protective gear <laughs> oh, at all. Oh my goodness. And he cut through a branch and he was like leaning into it too much because he like hit a knot or something. Oh, no. The chainsaw swung down, like oh. tapped his inner thigh, like chewed up his Levi's and then just bounced off. Oh, and he was goodness. like, whoa. That was crazy. <laughs> like, Dad, you so almost lucky. just killed yourself. Yes, you just right? Like, that's, that's severed your femoral you artery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Oh that would have been over quick. The other one, um, kids, turn this off for about five minutes. Um, we, at, at my house when I was growing up, we, the, <laughs> we had wood shingles all over uh-huh. our house. And we had this shed in the backyard. We were poor, so we made toys out of anything. So... Speaking of shurikens, we had an old circular saw blade, yeah. <laughs> and we would hurl that around the backyard like a shuriken <laughs> like and a stick frisbee, it into the yes. side of the house. And so many times it would stick, many yes. times it would come bouncing off and then come like spinning back at you, yes. and you kind of oh have to gosh. like jump out of the way. Nothing ever happened, but definitely could have. So yeah. dodged a bullet a little bit on that one. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. That was fantastic! Wow, I've learned a little about a little bit more about all of you, and a little and a little bit of cross promotion. I uh, listened or not listened, but I watched a YouTube video today on the uh, zombie apocalypse oh. and power tools and yeah. how to make tools for uh, the zombie apocalypse. So, uh, you know, Ben Porter, who's a part of our crew, has got his own uh, YouTube station and. Yep. Just want you to tell, give a shout out to what that is. Thank you. Really it's quick. called um, "I'm Not Bored, I'm Creative," and it's not always uh, making weapons for the zombie apocalypse. It's, but it is making everything yes. from furnaces to meltdown metal to Halloween decorations to fake uh, sword weapons, mm-hmm. props, movie props, that kind of stuff. But yeah. One of my daughters is really into Indiana Jones right now, and oh, I was I was telling her, Ben's yeah. already made like the the idol from at right. the very beginning, and she was wanting the she wants to you know that the necklace medallion yeah. thing, the round mm-hmm. piece. Uh, what is that called? The uh, it's the it's the head of the staff of Ra. Thank you. Uh, uh, you call yourself a movie guy. I know. I I, I just forgot, but <laughs> it's it's old age. But anyway, yeah, she's she's really wanting to uh, get something age. like that, and I was like. Like, oh, he's already made that yeah. that opening idol, you know, the one that I made he the gets. head of the staff of Raw as well. Oh, are oh, you did gonna? You? Oh, that's very cool. Are you gonna make the fridge he hides in, in <laughs> Kingdom in the of the Crystal movie? Skull? <laughs> that movie is not real. It's a fever dream, and we're not but gonna talk about it. What I am gonna do is is I'm gonna find a fridge and then find a nuke and get inside the fridge and and see. <laughs> You know, kind of MythBuster style. Will so, I survive? Yeah. First, you gotta you've gotta make a Holy Grail. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I gotta drink from the Holy Grail first. Oh man, can you make a replica Ark of the Covenant? Oh gosh, oh. there are people who have done that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it was even MythBusters. They did. They did, and they wired it up they, with electricity so that when you touched it, you get shocked. So this is going back. This oh. is a number of years. Yes. They made those those ancient egypt batteries out that's of right like, oh that's like, right they were like clay pots and somehow they were like yeah they call it the babylon battery that's what yeah. it was yeah oh, somehow they were able to make batteries and they uh-huh. basically wired up a taser and zapped what was it uh, it was adam adam 
He was pissed. He was, they thought it was going to yes. be funny, and they like they were like they shocked him a lot harder than <laughs> yeah. They were like they we almost all got fired that yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, this movie that. has nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> I was just going to say nailed it. <laughs> this movie doesn't have a lot to do with anything. It's, it's hard to pin down what this movie is. It really yeah. is. It really is. So it's hard to nail down what it really is. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> shh. Danny's here all week. <laughs> Till we kick him out. Um, so the movie we watched is Accidental Love. Um, it stars uh, Jessica Biel, James Marsden, Jake Gyllenhaal, and other people. We'll yes. get into that, but they're kind of the, the a the lot of folks. other people, yeah. a ton of other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, came out in 2015. It was released in 2015. Yeah. There's a little bit of a sordid history about that that we'll get into a little bit later. Um, not great reviews. Yeah. Terrible. In fact, um, IMDb puts it about 4 out of 10. Um, Rotten Tomatoes was not kind. 8% for Whoa. critics, 15% for, uh, you know. Viewers. Viewers, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did I not... would have guessed higher, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but we'll, we'll talk crazy. about that. Yeah. I, I had extremely low expectations yeah. for this movie going into it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. But um, budget of $26 million. Whoa. We're thinking that's all I mean, salaries, that's, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, and that's or the, actually when they crashed the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they could have crashed the, the boat and then spent a million on uh, craft services <laughs> on an airfare to get back from the island. <laughs> right. It's a real bummer they cut that from the movie, though. Um, grossed like so. The places you guys can correct me. I, I know there were some different numbers floating around, but the number that I was able to pull is about 140k in sales. Really, you saw that? Yeah, that's what on Wikipedia says. IMDb yeah. it says twenty four thousand. Okay, yeah. So I, this is probably total total all that's time. Right. Yeah, like I think it includes like DVD sales. And I'm thinking that's streaming. in the 2450. That's in the margin of error. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 150 thousand. So not Come great. On. Not great. Yeah, this might um, be our lowest grossing film we've done. Possibly, yeah. it, it is. It's very extremely low. So yeah. I, I had I pulled a stat. Wait here. a second. How much did Birdemic make? Oh, that's oh, a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, Birdemic maybe. Birdemic. Shock and terror. Shock and yeah. Sure. So oh yeah, it was shock and terror. I was gonna yeah. say shock and awe, but that didn't feel. So right that that know. might be the lowest grossing. Yeah. yeah. Someone would have to do some research. He paid people to go see that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there. It's it's right there, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, this movie um, was directed by um, a person with multiple personalities. Not really, <laughs> but was very ashamed of this movie and uh, put a different name on on the credits. So was, Wait a minute. So he, well, tell us who it was. Yeah, so then... it was directed by David O. Russell. That's his real name. That's his real name. Um, he, he worked out a deal with this with the Directors Guild or Screenwriter, whatever right. guild. Um, it's all politics, everybody. Um, to He was like, okay, not great. Not screening very well. That... I don't want my name attached to this. Yes. So there's this no was way... directed by a very talented upstart director named Stephen Green with an extra E. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it like William Smithy or something? Alan. Alan, Alan Smithy. Smithy. Alan Smithy. Yeah. yeah, it's the same kind of concept. It seems impossible, like if you're a well-known director, to imagine that people would not eventually know that it was you. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll, I'll be well, honest. listen, if your name isn't on the credits, you don't have to include it in your resume, yeah. your resume oh, or whatever. Okay. Well, right. and, and I oh. think people going to see it well, today everything's everything's online. Yeah, yeah, and probably was when it came out too. But like, oh. it, I think it, when you're going to see it, it'd be like directed by 
Nathaniel Green or whatever it was. Yeah. And I, I think that it's it's also probably uh, symbolic. Um, basically, you are acknowledging. I don't want my name associated with this, even though everyone knows you made it. It's like, yeah, but listen, yeah. I'm not proud of it, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be associated with it. But contractually, I did stuff for mm-hmm. it, but my name's not on it. It's my dirty oh. little secret. Yeah, I'll be honest. So, given our history of names of you know directors, <laughs> directors that don't use real names, names. Yeah. I thought for sure his name was going to be like Vincenzo. That's true. or something like that. Seen several. I was of surprised those. when it was yeah, yeah David oh. O. Russell. Yeah. Um, so he's actually a fairly well-known director. Like he did, um, Amsterdam, American Hustle, Silver Linings Playbook, Three Kings. Oh yeah. So he's done a ton of stuff. Um, I don't think I've seen any of those movies. Uh, well, Silver Linings Playbook is an Oscar winning film. Yeah. I read the book oh, that yeah. it's based on. It's got J-Law and, uh, what's his name? Bradley face? Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yep. Steve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and American Hustle Steve. was nominated for a lot of stuff. Yeah, like it was a big deal. And I think yep. Amsterdam is getting some pretty good. Yeah, like I'm not into the foreign accolades right now. <laughs> Those Europeans. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no. Um, so I we'll we'll skip over everybody else for now. Like we can get to those in just a sec. But it was written by um, Kristen Kilgore, is the name that it's under. But this is actually the daughter of our beloved or behated vice president <laughs> former vice al gore president. yeah yeah so a few years back but so yeah. can i read you the synopsis of the novel please do and this will just maybe this can she write the novel so this yeah, is based this, on a book this is based on a, a book. novel yeah. this okay. is based on the book she wrote so i'm going to read you the synopsis of the book and then let me know if we need to fill anything else in for the movie okay okay so, a comedy writer and middle daughter of Al Gore, Kristen Gore has written a funny and moving debut novel about life on Capitol Hill, as seen through the eyes of Samantha Joyce, a 26-year-old healthcare analyst to Ohio junior senator Robert Gray, or Robert Gary, excuse me. Hardworking, idealistic, extremely competent, as well as neurotic and prone to daydreaming, Sammy, as she's known to her friends, has little time for anything, much less a relationship. But in the midst of lobbying and late-night dinners... <laughs> At the, at the office, she meets Aaron Driver, who is hot, smart, and sweet, and who, after a night of binge drinking at a bachelor party, proclaims his love for her. But how will Sammy balance her 70-plus-hour work weeks with her budding romance while keeping her best friend's slimy boyfriend from hitting on her and making time for family, who insists on her outfits to match the centerpiece? What the wow, heck? Wow, that, that, okay, that, that sounds like a rom-com. Hold on, hold on. Now let me read you <laughs> yes. the, the title, the, the description for this movie. A small-town waitress gets a nail accidentally launched in her head, <laughs> causing unpredictable behavior that leads her to Washington, D.C., where sparks fly when she meets a clueless young senator who takes up her cause. But what happens when love interferes with what you stand for? <laughs> oh, my yeah, well, gosh. Well, well, I think he was a, he's, a, he's a congressman, not yeah. a senator. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, health care. Yeah. 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 And okay. health care is about the only two things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. One, uh, the first one was a rom-com. Yeah. This, this and this is one. a rom polita sci poly satire. satire. Yeah. I think like something. idiocracy. It was trying to make a statement. It's yeah. a broader satire. It, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, also kind of. It had. Yeah, I mean, it was layers. a romantic comedy because, I mean, you're rooting <laughs> for them to get together and. Yeah, what it, yeah, it's, it's ultimately. It's ultimately a. Yeah, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was, I, with an agenda. I was yeah. rooted for Keyshawn. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kiki. Kiki <laughs> and Kanye. Kiki and Ra Ra. I was, yeah. I was, uh, I was rooting for them. <laughs> so does somebody yeah. want to give us kind of a real synopsis? I mean, take a stab at it. Uh, well, I'll, I'll try to do it, but I think you covered it. It's basically a girl gets, uh, a nail accidentally shot in her head through and with by a nail gun uh she doesn't have insurance and so she's gonna have to just live with the consequences and uh she decides to go to washington to uh because she sees an ad from a new uh we, rec- we will new- say the like the nail kind of tweaks her brain a little bit oh yeah right? she, like her behavior is erratic affected. Behavior yeah erratic yeah. behavior and speaking in portuguese i think and... he's on the news she just sees a yep. little news special about him pushing yeah. a bill for like different colored glues for kids yeah. he's a representative on in the house of representatives and he goes or she goes to she's like he's gonna give health care to everyone who can't afford it and he'll hear me so she goes to washington dc tries to plead her case he's like uh this is not what my party believes and plus healthcare is never going to be passed. There's nothing we can do, but they fall in love. Uh, he loves her quirky personality. And, um, then there is a lot of back and forth. Like, how's he going to do this? Because he can't do it as part of his party. And he's a junior member of the house. And so he has to kind of do what everybody else says. He has to toe the line. And then it's like they hate each other for a little bit, or she, yeah, she he betrays she bangs her. her head. She gets her head banged, yeah, by a, a that, statue that or something. Eagle statue. Yes. And she, let's just say, she gets a little more, oh, Am- yeah. a little more well, amorous. Yeah, I was yeah. just talking broadly. Yeah, it's back and forth. They're in love. They're not in love. They're yeah. in love. They're not in love. He's betraying her. She's and she is heartbroken a... and stuff. And in the end, he. Uh, seems to betray her beyond everything but in reality he saves her by by shoehorning in a little bill that covers people who have nails in their head yeah it's a very specific (laughs) injury extremely specific right so and then they're in love in the end um i just had a thought Mm -hmm. because we talked about how this was in purgatory for a while yes right Mm -hmm. so this film was made in 2008 it started started, started in, 2008. in 2008. Yeah. So, I'm not smart. So this, I just just clicked yeah. for me just now. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing that I'm not smart. No. But, um, <laughs> I know what you're about to say. Can we can we vote on this real quick? Yeah. Let's count the yays and nays. Oh, it's unanimous. It's done electronically now. So, yeah. so uh, well, the nays just really outweighed the yays. But this was filmed in 2008. And so the political satire about healthcare would have been pretty timely with Obama's presidency. Yeah. Because he yeah. was trying to get healthcare passed. So when it came out at the end of his presidency, right. where Obamacare had already passed, it's it kind of lost hmm. its. Uh, it lost its timeliness. Yeah, its timeliness. Yeah. yeah, because Obamacare was passed before it was released. Hmm. Yeah. So, thank you. So, it's a weird movie. It is. To be, like, it, we were trying to think, like, Sorry for the American-centric <laughs> politics listeners. <laughs> and we have, like, one listener in Spain. Listen, for our Portuguese f- listeners, there's this movie's for you. This movie is for you. <laughs> where she's speaking Portuguese, yes. I think. Sounded legit, but... Yep. Um, so, what what are your thoughts? Like, what did you guys like? What did you not like? What, was, what stood out to you? So, I want to say, just right off the bat, like, like All About Steve... 
<laughs> this didn't seem like a romantic comedy. Yeah. Right. I mean, it had some romantic comedy elements, but it seemed like it was more like a political satire, uh, just bonkers movie. It reminded me of Freaked, and then it was like, oh, I have an idea. All right, let's do it. <laughs> no, yeah. no idea was too dumb. <laughs> yeah, and so the weird thing is, so we we read the the synopsis of the novel. Yeah. So, Kristen Kilgore or Kristen Gore. Gore. She wrote the screen adaptation. She wrote both. Yeah. So I, I don't so know. Why is it like, so far I don't, off of? The I don't novel. think there was anything lost in translation. Like she is God in this scenario, <laughs> so, and she's like, I don't, I don't know. I wonder if there. I mean, obviously, I haven't read her book, but I wonder if there's like a chapter in her book that has to do with somebody with like a nail in their head the or nail. something. And someone she with a decided nail. to just someone with it. an Audi butthole. <laughs> Baboon. Yeah. <laughs> Naughty baboon butthole. <laughs> so, yes. I don't know if you want to give context to that or nope, anything. Nope, but... nope, we're going to let that sit for a minute. <laughs> one that. of the characters. Or not sit, side saddle. <laughs> side saddle. <laughs> well, that one just marinate for a hot second. Bracken. Bracken. I, I'm not sure why you guys are staring at me now. <laughs> I, I just... I think we felt like okay, we got to get to back to a place of like <laughs> bring us in soundness, bring us back yeah, bring us back maturity. Yeah. Okay, uh, what did we like? What did we not like about this movie? I like the uh, so I, I find it interesting you mentioned all about Steve because I keep thinking this is very similar to all about Steve. Yes. Like we our expectations were really low, and there was a lot of really good humor jokes in this movie that was surprisingly good. I. I enjoyed the first half of the movie and then it kind of gets to a place for me where I'm not sure where the end game is and it's starting to feel a little long and uh, it's kind of like, all right, what's, you know, it's just kind of, but it, but that was, and, and, and the lead, you know, it's a female lead, just like all about Steve. She's the all about Steve. Um, uh, the the character there had kind of health issues or right. kind of a I, I don't know it was quirky and acted uh, mm-hmm. erratic I guess is what maybe a good comparison like this movie so I felt like in a lot of ways this movie's reminds me of all about Steve which we surprisingly liked mm-hmm. you know um, in in a lot of ways so I will say I right know. off the bat we I mean we had surprisingly a lot of fun with this yeah right like. It's an absurd premise. And so generally those kinds it's of movies so are like, crazy. like Birdemic. The premise yeah. of Birdemic is like, this is absurd. It's going to go one way. It's either going to be insanely fun or it's going to be just stupid. Mm-hmm. And I think we all agree. This went into the like, it's absurd. I don't understand what's happening, but I'm having a lot of fun along mm-hmm. the way. I mean, the thing to me that kind of added to the absurdity of it is the absurdity that it was made with like A-list actors. Right. A ton of them. This is ton. not. This is an absurd premise made with A-list actors. It's not some completely independent little thing like Birdemic. This right. is like, wait, this got greenlit somehow. <laughs> so, so I, here's yeah. I, I mean, was gonna just get but, into um, Kirstie Alley was one of the oh, things yeah. I really loved. So I just she just passed, mm-hmm. and I just happened to watch Star Trek Two last night, which is her first movie. She was introduced as as uh, her first movie that she was ever in, yep. and I suppose that I heard right that this, this is, is her, her last, last 
movie that she was ever in. And Mm -hmm. I have to say she's in only maybe one or two scenes. Mm -hmm. And she's just, she's so amazing in them. I mean, uh, she's, she tries to remove the nail from uh, Alice's head. She's a veterinarian. She's a veterinarian. She says she's a doctor. She's like, you know, I've, I've done all these things on all these different animals. It can't be that. Yeah. She's like, it can't be that all that different. And so she's performing the surgery, and she's got the cigarette in, the in her mouth. Room. And <laughs> takes a you know, shot of whiskey. She's like, "It'll study my hands." And it just—it was so. She was so. She was so fun. Oh, that yeah. first part of the movie, honestly, was yeah. so absurd, but yes. so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so Bill Hader is in this. He's one of the actual brain surgeons. He kind of <laughs> just walks on, but he just, yeah, he walks on. He he like. <laughs> They're literally just about to like scalpel her open, and the nurse kicks in the door, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, she's not insured." And Shut the this down. Are like, okay, nope, sorry, hands off, hands off. Then no, they start eating a burger. <laughs> they start, they're literally eating a burger over her brain. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, like every character in this movie is stupid. Yeah. Like in Idiocracy, I yeah, keep mentioning true. that, but it's like yes. Like there are no smart people yeah. in the in the movie, and it works because everybody is dumb. Right, right, right. I'm just gonna run down just the list of. So I'm gonna skip over people that are maybe not as well known, and I'm just gonna list off some of the the actors in this movie. Obviously, yep. Jessica Biel, um, Beverly D'Angelo is yep. Alice's mom. Um, James Marsden, who you may know as the main Cyclops. lead in, yeah, Sonic, <laughs> the Sonic movies. Oh yeah, he was he was in some Easter movie. He was obviously, you know, Cyclops. Scott Summers yep. in X-Men, Bill Hader, Kirstie Alley, um, Kurt Fuller. He was the reverend who had E.D. <laughs> Let's just yeah. call it that. He, he's a character actor. You will recognize him. He's in a, a gazillion things, but you don't know his name. If you're yeah. the fan of the show Psych, he is the coroner, Woody. Yeah. Woody, okay. right. Um, Tracy Morgan, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, let's see who else in here. Catherine Keener, she does a fantastic job of being a villain. I love yes. her in this. Um, Paul Rubens, who we all know is Pee Wee Herman. Um, let's see. I don't know. James I know Brolin is in there. Yeah. The spleen, yeah. Um, it was the only woman. So this girl's not famous, but she should be. But Rachel Mower was the squaw girl, like oh, gosh. the lead. I'm curious if she's been in anything else because, man, she really. Uh, Every scene she was in, she was she was stealing it from, yeah. from all these, like girls, these well-known superstars. It was the girl squaws. Yeah, the girls. Yeah. Uh, so that's I mean that's kind of it of the the people who are very well known. But yeah, I was surprised yeah. when I kept seeing people like, "Holy crap, they're in this movie!" Like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, there they are." I don't know. Was there anybody who was not good? Like. No, I mean uh, I don't have any problem with any performance. Yeah, all the performances uh, were good. Yeah. I think some of the the characters weren't as likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think Scott's character wasn't likable oh, was because I think it was heck. meant to be though. Yeah. Well, I think he played it perfect. Scott wasn't supposed to be likable, and then Jake Gyllenhaal's character was also not likable because he's the slimy. He's a politician. He keeps yeah. saying he's going to help her, and then he like jumps out the window and and, and he does leaves. the opposite or he, leaves yeah. or he tells or a he, lie. He lies to her that he's going to get the law passed and yeah. that it's part of the plan. And then he's and like, then it oh. turns out that he did the same thing with a lot of different women. Yeah. Yeah. Even though this time he really this meant time it. It's different. This right. time he's really in love with her because she's not blonde the other women were blonde i think i was shipping scott and her more oh i wasn't yeah no so scott was supposed to be annoying right but i thought he was was hilarious he was like 67 percent annoying and 48 (laughs) i'm not sure i'm i'm keeping him at like 80 20 
So but we, he was like, so funny. He was hilarious okay. because was. in everything he yeah. was like throwing out a percentage, and he's like, and everything is like like a binary. There's only right. two choices. He's like, I'm either with you or I'm not, and it's like. You know, right now I'm like 65, 55 that we get back together if you can get your brain fixed. Yeah, so yeah. when they find out the side effects, he's like pulling the, the engagement yeah. ring off yeah, her right. finger. And, and he's like, I'm like 65, Yeah, 35. And then she'll say something. And he's like, actually, you know, it's closer to probably like 45, 65 right. or 45, 55 right now. At one time, he's he was like, brilliant. Uh, it looked like they weren't going to get back together, right? And yeah. he's like, uh, I was sure it was 35. <laughs> 65 that we were going to get together. Good thing I left 70% that I was going to get back open. with. Yeah, 70% yeah. of the door open with Brenda or whatever. Or whatever yeah. her name. Remember so, when he rises out from the ground with the, from uh, the girl squad? With the yeah, girl squad? Your, your, your cute girlfriend like is here. Your cute entrance. boyfriend is here. And she thinks it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And he just kind of like rises. rises. Oh. So I, I just want to say this movie started so strong for me. Yeah. And yeah. the very, I mean, one of the very highlight moments was his very first appearance in the movie. Yeah. You know, yes. uh, his, her parents show up to where she's working, to Alice, uh, uh, Jessica Biel's character. And they say, he just, your boyfriend basically just came and asked permission for us for to hand. give, for your hand in marriage. And so she's like, what? They're like, so, fix your hair. Yeah. So, so he, and then he shows up like a second later. He's a cop. He's motorcycle he's, cop. He pulls out. Was he a car or it's on a motorcycle? motorcycle. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he's got he's got his helmet on. That's right. He took off his helmet, like and chips. he's got his his yeah. police uh, hat on, and he uh, oh, yeah. he's got like the brim down. He turns up his eyes. his head, but his his brim of his hat is still covering his eyes, and all you see is his. Uh, his mustache, his, <laughs> his, mustache. what kind of mustache is it? Cop mustache. It was a, yeah, it was porno stash. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a handlebar. It's, it's like a handlebar mustache. No, sorry, it's not a handlebar. It's a horseshoe mustache. Okay, well, yeah. Anyway, it's kind of comes down the side. It's the top, and it goes down on the sides a little bit. And all you, you know, you don't see his eyes. He's just kind of because he's not looking at her. He's kind of walking towards the camera, and it's just gold. It's yeah. just yeah. amazing. Well, he's kind of like doing like going. a, you know, that kind of like, hey, just kind of like pointing at all the, the yeah. pretty ladies, like, hey, they're what's all, up? And they're all swooning. Yeah. yeah, and so he's doing he his his James Marsden too. best, and it's just amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah. and then you know they go get. <laughs> Engaged uh, at the restaurant, he's gonna go take her to the restaurant. Like, right immediately, then there. so she's in her work outfit and he's in his cop uniform. Yep. He never changes out. That's by his, the way. his one like, always. Yeah, entire the entire movie, he's a cop <laughs> in his cop wedding, uniform. Right, like he yeah. that thing never comes off. I, I swear oh, it's painted on. Wait, 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 wait. I think when he's at his apartment or his house or whatever, and she's on the news, I think he might be in a tank top. Oh, I, I don't know. know. I feel like but, he still had he his might, pants on, and it was just probably, a white beater. Yeah, like yeah. he was still oh, the uniform; he just took the top off. But that, <laughs> if that's true, it's one scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought everybody was good. Like I, I, some of the jokes didn't land sometimes, but like I thought Jessica Biel was absolutely charming. Like mm-hmm. I liked her. I you empathize with her yeah just mm-hmm. the nail in the head like yeah. the absurdity of it like it's so stupid and we should say like it's not like the nail is like hanging out you can't yeah. you see can't it. see it's, it embedded. it's embedded no. in her head yep and you're she, only reminded because that tuft of hair she's yeah, yeah so the, for the for the first half of the movie she has like a little tuft of hair for some reason the nurse comes in and chip you know cuts a chip of hair off and then 
it's just poking up erratically yeah. for the first half of the movie, and then they just have a little barrette there throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> so even the opening credits of this movie with Jessica Biel, like she is, she's a roller skating uh, waitress, yeah. and she's going through the the parking lot dr- delivering food at like a fifties <laughs> so diner, funny. and yeah. she's got platters of food, and she is spinning around yeah. and doing yeah. all sorts of. I'm not sure if the, they did tricks or if she was just really good or yeah. what. Or that food was just glued to her platter. It probably was. But she did a really good job, incredible job on that opening believe, that opening yeah. credit scene. Yeah. And uh, just really... There's some slapstick moments in there. Absolutely. Like some great gags. Slapping people, knocking them down visual, and going between their legs. and Visual yeah. humor, music playing over the whole thing yeah. as just they're doing the opening credits. I loved... I loved when she starts because so they say some of the side effects again erratic behavior but some of the things they're like wrath anger, anger. like <laughs> fury just like anger. just like yeah. insanity level things and I love a couple scenes where you know she kind of like laments that she got fired and they do like a quick you know m- montage of her like absolutely freaking out on people and like slamming their cars and like throwing their food at them and stuff yeah. like that like I kind of love and those kind of moments in Portuguese yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and I like how the owner of the diner or whatever has that fat cigar, fat cigar in his mouth yeah. at all times yep. and so he's standing there and he's watching in disbelief with the giant cigar in his mouth <laughs> like a cartoon character yeah so what did you what did you think of jake gyllenhaal one that guy is yoked in this yeah. movie like that guy, yeah. he's cut so, so we'll say that out now right now for all the ladies like mm-hmm. there, yeah. there's some jake gyllenhaal with a shirt off wrestling with other men without their shirt on Maybe that's the whole reason for that scene was just like, Jake yeah. was like, I've been working out a ton, guys. I got to get my shirt off. It does feel like And they're like, okay, well, bit. we'll do this weird like man fire warrior ceremony ceremony thing. And we'll, yeah, we'll get yeah. your shirt off for there. Yeah. Maybe that's the only so reason. He, he's not like Thor level. You know. no. So no. he looks more realistic because I was like, is he, was he preparing for another role? Yeah, right. Well, but, he's, he's not, he doesn't have a beefy build, but he's always been kind of wiry. But, for well, sure. that, well, but he's definitely, I'm, so yeah. I'm saying is like, he could realistically look like that a lot of the time. Cause most right. of the time for mm-hmm. these roles, yeah. yeah. They have, they're, they're training insanely. Yeah. And like before they, before the take, they're over there, like getting the pump. Yeah. yeah. And, but I feel like he, in that scene, you're like, okay, he could probably just legit look like that most of the time. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going to put it out here right now since we're, we're into voting, you know, mm-hmm. politics and all that. Are we going to go with uh, Scott or Howard? So Howard is Jake Gyllenhaal and Scott obviously so is. I, who, I'm going with Scott. Better, who, who, who do we, we think is better for Allison? Who did we like I say more? Team uh, Howard. Uh, I'm team Howard. I, I'm, Even I'm though team I, Howard too. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just not of, a fan of him. Because did he date did he come Carey or something no. at some point? No, was no, he no. at your like Critic Choice Award thing with <laughs> no, 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 Chris no, no, O'Donnell? No, no. He's not. He's not that level. It's just I've never had much. Yeah. I, I feel I like I don't understand the appeal. I think he looks funny. Was I, he in your wallet? He was I not agree. in my wallet. I feel like Scott is the best looking but, person in this movie, yes. hands down. Yeah. I mean, Scott's he's, better he's looking, so but I don't pretty. like his personality mm. at all. I mean, Even yeah. though I will say, he he isn't as big a jerk as he sometimes seems like he, right. he sticks around he's kind of aloof and yeah. dumb really he, yeah. he still sticks yeah. around even when he gets 
not down. chosen, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's there Sorry, supporting I still think and... Alice is the best looking person in the film. Sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm with you. I don't know. Okay. There, you know what? I'm changing my vote. I'm not a big <laughs> team. Alice. Not... Alice doesn't look, need a man. Look like I'm yeah. 90% I know, Alice. I know everyone here loves Scott. Jessica Biel, but I'm not a big Jessica Biel fan for, yeah. for whatever reason. I liked her in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a good job acting, but I don't know. Yeah. So, so we saw her in, our, in another movie recently. Mm-hmm. What was it? She Valentine's was in Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Mm-hmm. I loved her in this. Which, I didn't particularly like or believe her in the other one. What was, was what was she in she, Valentine's Day again? She I can't was remember. she was the football player's publicist. Yeah. Oh, and that's right. And she spent the day being obsessed about being single on Valentine's Day. And nobody she, wants to do honestly. Her. And she throws the the Valentine's Day sucks party. I yep. feel like she was better looking was in Valentine's Day. Addict. I well, remember. Her being, but that's the looking. that's the problem, is yeah, she's like an eleven out of ten. Oh, I know, yeah. and right. super to, charming, yeah. and we're supposed to buy that she can't find right uh, love yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't believe. Whereas that. in this, where everybody's dumb, and she's kind of dumb, yeah, like it just totally felt. Yeah, I felt like she was just kind of like, I don't know, small town, just kind of a little like not super aware at the mm-hmm. beginning. And then I think she really plays up the nail in the head thing yeah, right. really well. Yeah, she, she becomes a master like, manipulator in there. She does. Portuguese, some... fits of anger. Um, Fake fainting. Fainting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, can I, I, so I want to bring this up because I, I usually don't care that much about this. Um, oh, yeah. Except for like with Star Crash. But like the, I think they did a pretty good job with the costuming in this movie. Mm. I mean, we talk, we joke about Scott has one right. costume, <laughs> yeah. But like Jake Gyllenhaal, like whoever decided to put him in a little bit too big Slightly suit, too large, yeah. yeah. Like it was genius because he looks like a bumpkin who doesn't know what he's doing, right? Right. And his his hair, man, his, his, his I little hated his part, hair. yeah. And it's then like, like the constant sundresses yeah. for Jessica Biel just makes yeah. you, her just feel cute, yeah. And of course Tracy Morgan's array of tracksuits. I'm sure yeah. he chose his. Yeah. He's like he's like these are mine. I just showed up on set. <laughs> had no wardrobe. He's he like, just you guys get wardrobe. Do you think that's probably in his contract? He's like, I get to pick my own costumes yeah, and wardrobe. Yeah. He's like, is this like Jim Cotta? Like B- BYO? <laughs> <laughs> but so I was just yeah. I, the more I thought about, it, I was like, they did a great job, and because it's kind of subtle. It's like Jake Gyllenhaal's suits, not like uh, when Jimmy Fallon put on Shaq's sport right. coat you right, know yeah. and it was drowning in it. it's just like a little it's like maybe a size or two too big yeah. right and <laughs> and everybody else around him is very buttoned up yes, like right. all the other you know representatives perfectly tailored uh, outfits well, well manicured they're all like older like they're, professional, they're all like, like 65 yeah. and gray haired and yeah. bald yeah uh, pe- people in the House of Cards. All... I'm more talking the power players. So, right. oh, but like, uh, and like oh, Paul Rubens yeah. even looks more put together. Yeah. Totally. Just his shirt yeah. and tie. Yes, that's well, true. I mean, we yeah. mentioned somebody mentioned because Paul Rubens plays the aide to the lady who becomes Speaker of the House. Yeah. Um, and she is an astronaut, former astronaut, and he was like her mission control guy for 15 years, and then her with, chief of staff, her or chief whatever. of staff for like decades after. But he looks like he is a guy from NASA. It totally yeah. does. I mean, it's like he's, he's just the missing the pocket. <laughs> no, he yeah. had oh, that. He had, he had, he had yeah. it. I noticed it. Yeah. It had a fanny pack. He's got the he's little got Bluetooth, Bluetooth thing in his ear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Which probably wasn't super out of place when this was originally filmed. But That's right. It stood out. Yeah. Um, of all the things that were in this movie, 
There was one thing that stood out that was not good, and that was the lighting. Oh, that was killing me. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. So so we kind of joked. So I don't know if it was the camera. Yeah. Like, so I, I... I'm not a professional, you know, cinematographer. You're not a filmologist. So not a filmologist. <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, but it, f- you noticed it. It mm-hmm. honestly felt like it was filmed on like a high school level equipment. The lighting was always yeah. really weird and inconsistent. And again, I don't know if that was just the camera settings. So if that's the cinematographer's fault or whoever's in charge of set lighting, Whatever it was, it just was not working, and it like it pulled you out of it. Like yeah. we stopped and noticed several times. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe that's part of the history of this film, mm-hmm. right? Or they put in some shots, but it seemed to me in the very first half was fine, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we were in the scene, and there are two actors inside, and they are like side lit, and half their heads are one of their eyes, you know, one half their mm-hmm. face completely black, yeah. dark. And the other side, you can see like them, and it's like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, it just seemed really out of place. And so there were jarring. reshoots that were done like four mm-hmm. years after they started, mm-hmm. four or five years after they started. I mean, it's possible that the everybody involved with the reshoots, as far as lighting and maybe it the camera operators and everybody, were else. different people. So, you know, I mean, it's like, well, I'm going to go on a limb and blame this on Max Malkin, who was the cinematographer. Okay. To his, his credit, his, yeah. you know, filmography, mm-hmm. um, was just a ton of music videos. Okay. And you know, music videos, it's lasers, it's extremely yeah, yeah, bright yeah. lights and stuff like that. I'm making excuses for him. The only <laughs> movie he actually did was, I, that I'm aware of, is Step Up 2, The Streets. Oh. So, Part of me wonders if he he just was out of his league. Like That's he just possible. he couldn't keep up with what he needed, and mm-hmm. it was just couldn't make the leap between music videos to yeah. It looked like this was his last credit too. Like oh, yeah. I don't know if he's done anything. It didn't show on IMDb that he's done anything after this movie. Have you ever seen the movie Traffic? Mm-hmm. Michael yeah. Douglas. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I remember that film. I mean, that it's going back a while now, but in that film. So that, that's about the war on drugs, if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. So when they go to, whenever it's like in Mexico or streets for the mm-hmm. drugs, they got a big yellow filter, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. And then anything indoors or American or whatever kind of has the blue filter. I feel like in a lot of scenes in this, they didn't turn off the yellow filter. Yeah. Right. That's what right. it felt I mean, like. I mean, in true, like, you know, film fashion, this movie was filmed in Mexico, right? Because <laughs> Mexico always just gets the yellow, yellow gel right. over the camera yeah. lens. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. It, it was so inconsistent and noticeable. Also, like, the film, like, I don't know. I It's hard for me to identify what the things are. It's like the film grain was different. Like, it was shot on a different camera, like, mm-hmm. different right. video camera, mm-hmm. different gear altogether. Um, yeah. Which, which it was, is very possible. Yeah. Like it's off a of VHS I mean, was, tape. I mean, really, it felt like, hey, we're going to film this part on our old giant RCA v, you well, know, VHS the, camcorder they the did have part. some stuff where they had like the the girl what were they called the girl scouts girl squaws and they were doing a political ad or something and that made sense that it was right, all green yeah. but then there were other right. stuff like when they're in the night scenes in the in the you know the oh, man, so dark. the uh the woods with jake joan hall and the oh, i don't know the yeah. 
what was the soul searching soul event? Soul searching it was like the man or fire yeah, there, test. It was dark, but you also it was too dark to actually see what people's faces were. Right. So so I, I, the best way I can describe this is if if you saw the later half of this movie in the eighties, right? Watching it on VHS, you yeah. wouldn't have even noticed. Yep. Right. Because that's just how all those movies were. Right. So. If, if, if you're th- looking at a movie that was kind of in the Blu-ray era mm-hmm. versus the 80s cassette you right. know, blockbuster era, yeah. that's how different it feels. Like the first half of the movie or, you know, whatever, yeah, two right. thirds is feels like that. Like it's they knew what they were doing. It was shot purposefully. And then it seems to revert back to yeah. kind of like 80s. And I don't know if that's just the nail. Like right. We are also experiencing <laughs> the nail and like life is starting to get a little fuzzy now yeah. and things are getting a little weird. I don't know. I wonder if there are things like as they're editing it, they're actually using like rehearsal takes and stuff. That, Maybe. You know, that, that they're like, hey, be. this is the only one that, that, that works for the this version of the story. I mean, it had a lot of production problems. Yeah. You mentioning the 80s, <laughs> watch Christmas Vacation. Uh, so we're watching the DVD, but we're watching it on like t- today's TV. Right. Yeah. Um, so you remember at the end when this, there's the gas explosion and the yes, Santa, right. Santa and his reindeer go flying up, in the sky yeah. and you can see the, now that we have better quality TVs and stuff, you can see they've got that matte painting of like oh, the, yeah, right. of the night sky and you can see the, like the little armatures. No, you can see it's basically like they put a cell oh, with yeah. Santa and his reindeer shooting across the moon. You can see it going across oh, the, the whole cell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. So you can see the cell going across the, yeah. the, the moon. And Another was... thing you always see in that, every time I watch that, I, I love that movie, but when he's sledding, at one point you can see the rope pulling the sled. <laughs> oh, you know? funny. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so it was uh, rehearsal footage or yeah. what, but it was just like this, I'm, this is low quality. Right. So does somebody, I mean, Ben, I feel like you mm-hmm. knew a little bit of the history of like, like walk us through kind of like so, what happened here. Uh, they were making it. And then at a certain point, uh, they were, the producers were asked, uh, are you going to be able to pay your actors? And they were not able to pay. They were not, they didn't have enough cash to pay mm-hmm. the actors. The Screen Actors Guild stepped in and said, uh, then none of our actors are on here. Mm-hmm. They found out that some of the people who were under the line were not even being paid. And they were like, okay, you can't have our actors. No one, no Screen Actor Guild actor can be on here until you have created a little fund that has enough money to pay everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, then, like, the production company came in and said, well, we'll put it up on the shelf. We, You know, there's financial problems. They almost lost it. There was, like... Uh, bankruptcy and stuff that the production company was potentially filing bankruptcy and all kinds of things for years it was on and off on and off mm-hmm. so well this is also be- also because of the the financial market collapse in 2008 mm-hmm. is, yeah. is related to the production companies with their right. money troubles yeah so yeah I mean it did start in 2008 mm-hmm. I think is when I don't know if they started yeah. doing filming but that's when the movie started, yeah. right? They did an initial screening, I think, in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, already you're three Which the film should have been done two years prior to that, right? Yeah. 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 And then I think there was an, some iteration that happened in 2013. They shelved it again in 2011 after the screening. Yeah. They were like, it's no good. We're going to shelve it. Somebody else brought it back for some reason. It just kept being brought back. 
Yeah, in 2013. So the co- it has a copyright of 2013, which means the movie was finished in 2013. Yeah. They finally released it uh, theatrically in 2015, yep. two years after it was finished. It didn't do well in the box office, and then it just more recently became available on streaming. Blu-ray, DVD. Yeah, we watched it yeah. on Tubi. Is that where we watched it? Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. Under the free working title oh, name. Oh, right. That's yeah. a good point. So the movie is called Accidental Love. We could not find Accidental Love, and that's because it was listed under its working title, Nailed. Exclamation so mark. Yeah, if you want to watch it and you can't find it, try looking up Nailed. Make sure only be look, careful. That, look that up only on TV. Make sure it's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal and, <laughs> with and safe uh, search on. Jessica <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could get into trouble. Was there anything else that was weird and stood out to you? I, I was, I, I, I didn't love the, so squaw is an offensive term. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what the whole girl squaws was about. It was a funny, like, satire on the Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. yeah. How they had the. Oh, we need to talk about the bill that they were trying to pass. Why they were even pulled the in. So moon they're base. The building a moon base yeah. to keep, what was it? To, to protect America. And, and not get blown up. And not get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> the astronaut lady, that, that was her pet bill yeah. for forever and she said that that's her church the moon is her church because she was an astronaut right. and yeah. that became yeah. a yeah uh, that became so sorry yeah so that was the big person so that was the big bill james brolin is the speaker of the house mm-hmm. and the and the girl scouts girl squads they make a commemorative cookie yeah uh and it has four or five different nuts on it and they yeah. all represent warheads different yes. warheads <laughs> <laughs> and then uh he Choked chokes today. on it and dies yeah and then is that symbolic <laughs> he choked on his warhead sure. choked on his yeah, yeah on a spending bill and uh so then at the funeral that so this is where we see that uh jessica bill what's her name again alice, alice she gets a little more cunning mm-hmm. and she turns into high drama and yeah, because her her inhibitions are lowered, lowered yeah. because of the nail. Yeah, so, so she had another head trauma that caused that, I think. Yeah. And so she goes up and makes it. Yeah, well, she does. She keeps getting hit in the head, and then different things happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, she, so she goes and makes an impassioned speech, and the speaker of the house's widow supports her, and, and so that she kind becomes of, like a national hero. Yeah. Kind of scuttles the moon base bill. Yeah. And, right. She says, his final words were, I changed my mind. I want to pass the health care <laughs> <healthcare> bill. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. yeah. Well, so, and, then, and then the squad, girl squads come out with a new cookie. Yeah. yeah. Alice with the nail in her head cookie. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is like, <laughs> it's like a sugar cookie with a little bit of jam in the middle yeah. and a little just black line yes. <laughs> running out of the middle of that. Which I don't know if that's her brain. That's but, the nail. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. So the, yeah. So... That was one thing. I, I didn't understand. I was like, it, was there something in the press about the Girl Scouts then? I don't know like yeah, why know. why they were drama. Why they were like not target per se, but like they were and they yeah. mentioned the Boy Scouts, but it wasn't Boy the Scouts. Boy Cubs. Boy Cubs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it, we we've also talked a ton about just the meandering story and it there were several times where we thought it was building towards something and we're like, okay, it's going to wrap up and like, it's getting to be the end of the movie. Like, where's this going? And, like, even to the end, I think it was still just kind of 
yeah. kept going and we're like and i think i like it hurt it for me like that was the thing yeah. where it was just like i enjoyed all of the individual pieces but i the journey i was on i was right. like i, I need a destination it, it was tight at first and then it just kind of Fun unraveled puzzle. a bit yeah. yeah um any other comments before we do some reviewage i uh, would just like to say that um back to the politics of it oh yeah so we talked about how howard howard mm-hmm. he be- yeah. seems to betray her by joining his party again and getting mm-hmm. The moon base bill mm-hmm. back on, but he sneaks a rider in for yeah. emergency health care that covers nail in the head, the yeah. baboon anus, yeah. uh, the ED problem that, that the pastor that the has. Pastor the has. Hatchet yeah. in the Hatch, take femur. a hatchet to the femur or a disfigured face from a s'more accident. Yeah. <laughs> and only those five things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> When he, yeah. <laughs> then he had a surgery voucher because he's in Congress. <laughs> right. I get one major surgery a year. It's like, what do you think? I've made of vouchers? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bracken, I would love to hear what you thought about this movie. Uh, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed the first half. Uh, a lot of good fun humor. Um, you know, it is more of a political satire. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate... Uh, the fact that, to just to piggyback on what Nate just said, that the how they're able to get the the law passed is that you know, the the new speaker didn't read the bill and yet she voted for it, um, because it was piggybacked on renaming the congressman's uh, gym, the you know in honor of the old um, speaker of the house they named it after him and so that's the law that they piggybacked on and of course they didn't read the law so. That was nice um, satire, but I tend to not really enjoy the other political, um, I guess, agenda it's got. You know, in in the movie, I think it just kind of makes it just gives me a bad taste. But I enjoyed all the performances. I think it could have been twenty minutes shorter, and it would have been really, really good, mm-hmm. like really enjoyable. Uh, with that said, I'm going to just uh, – I, I know you guys all really loved it. Uh, I'm going to just say it's just shy of ex- of exceptionally bad. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I should just say a really uh, – say exceptionally bad and just say it's right there on the fence. Uh, that's okay. where I'm going to leave it. I'm, I'm going to ask I'm, – I'm going to give you one parameter to change. Like, And you tell me the percentage. This is like an 80, 20, 20, 80. <laughs> if you had a nail – that had been accidentally shot into your head, would you enjoy this more? Would that change your opinion of this movie? It would have been, It would depend on if I had hit my head at a certain time or not. Right. Did an eagle get him I in probably, the head or not afterwards? My or? inhibitions would probably be removed more, and yeah. I would have probably enjoyed it more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Love that. Yeah. Nate, what about you? So this... I didn't really have any expectations other than I knew she had a nail on her head and hijinks ensued that was really all i knew i was a little disappointed that the nail was not visible i would have loved that i think yeah. that there would there could have been more kind of slapsticky yeah gags like catching on things yeah. and... it wouldn't have been nice if it was like sticking out a lot and by the time you know she keeps getting her head hit it gets, yeah, it gets more and more or hidden bent. <laughs> or bent or yes we're like on the simpsons where homer has to get the crayon put up back up in his brain oh, gosh. and 
they keep driving it in, and they're like saying things, and he's like, defense, defense, and they're like, not dumb enough, well, and they have to keep shoving the crayon uh, It'd just be nice if... And, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Uh, if they I, if they had just had like a hammer and they were trying, trying to pull it out, you know, <laughs> with, uh, it, that would have been a really great scene. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, but, yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like everybody did great performance. I was very charmed by Jessica Biel in this movie. Like, I don't know that I had a ton of of experience watching movies with her in them. Yeah. Um, Especially as the lead. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I, I was trying to, I would, I would say, is it, is this PG-13? Yes. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would definitely recommend watching this. However, I give the content warning that this is more on the it's just shy of R. It's one say. of the, it's on the grown up side of PG-13 if you yeah. don't want your teens watching it because of uh, innuendo. uh innuendos and beating you over the head <laughs> uh not innuendos. Yeah, right. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, this is definitely I would say this is ex- I, I I I would say it's exceptionally bad, but I, part of me was like I guess it is not it's not very well written. It's very clever, but it is not <laughs> it's not a good movie, but it is it does a lot of things well. Like, I had a blast, and I, I, I would say it's exceptional. But I, I, I would recommend that. So, uh, I mean, just the the description of what it is when you read it, you're like, that can't really be what this movie's mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And when it is totally, really about that, yeah, it's unbelievable. This movie, I had a lot of fun with. We laughed a lot at it. Um, it's it's another one of those movies that it just kind of blows your mind that it, it exists. Right. Uh, that real money was spent to make this movie. Um, and, you know, we've talked before on previous seasons that it's hard when the movie is a comedy, like, to decide whether it's bad or exceptionally bad because it's like either the... I mean, if it makes you laugh, it was intended to make you laugh. It's doing the right thing, right? But I think the premise of this is so ridiculous that it it absolutely falls to exceptionally bad for me. I am with uh, Bracken a little bit that it does feel a little preachy in mm-hmm. the, the the political satire that it's doing. Like which, just because you're anti-moon base. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Keep your politics out moon of this. Moon base, moon base, moon base. I, I don't know what you're talking about. We already have a moon base on the other side of the moon. It's where all the reptilians live. And, and, well, and nuclear man. And, yeah, right. <laughs> um, it, uh, I think this is a movie that people need to watch one time at least. Mm-hmm. It, you need to see it. If you watch it with friends, you're going to have a lot more fun. Um, I think you'll have fun even if you don't watch it with friends, which is why it's exceptionally bad to me. Perfect. Um, I I would agree with everything you guys said. I knew absolutely nothing about this movie at all. I I was going through lists of trying to find just bad rom coms mm-hmm. that we could watch, you know, for our season of whatever season of seasons. Um, and I <laughs> I read the tagline. I was like, Jessica Biel gets a nail accidentally shot into her brain and wackiness ensues. And I was like, I don't even care about the rest of it. Like I want to see where this goes. (laughs) And so we were all fresh going to this. Nobody had ever seen this. And like, I did some basic research to, you know, for that, for the podcast, but beyond that didn't spoil anything for me. So 
I was so pleasantly surprised when I saw the review scores, particularly yeah. like the audience score. I was like, this is going to be a, a dumpster fire. Painful, like it's going right? to be painful. And like, we've done those movies where yeah. it's like, it's just everybody's miserable throughout the movie. Um, <laughs> sometimes, you know, like those movies have like date names attached to them. Right. But, um, <laughs> you mean um, years named after a year <laughs> named after battlefields. Yeah. Uh, battlefields. Um, no, but, uh, in reality, I, I had, I think I enjoyed it so much because I had such extremely low expectations. Yeah. Um, J- Jessica Beale was so freaking charming. Yeah. Like I loved her in every single scene. Like, I hated the cinematography of it. Like mm-hmm. it, I, it was frustrating the meandering story, but by and large I had, I was having a good time the entire time of the movie and just, it was wacky and it didn't really have any direction, but you know, again, maybe, and maybe the movie's a little shorter. meta and we had a nail in our head, oh, yeah, and, right. you know, <laughs> and we, you know, we're part anyway. of the journey, but so I have a serious question. For, yeah. So do you think, so we've all seen everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Do you think if we hadn't seen a movie like that, and then you watched this that's just bonkers everywhere, that you would have maybe like a different experience? I, I, I don't I, think so. I would say no, because yeah. that was done very well. Yeah. Halfway through everything everywhere all at once, I was lost. I was like, I don't understand this movie at all. <laughs> but they pulled it all together. Yeah. It 100% made sense by the end. Like, I'm not comparing the them threads. in terms of quality. I'm just saying like, no, no, no. there's just everything just everything so is in that movie yeah thing. yeah you know yeah. you go from like heavy drama to two rocks with googly eyes yeah and text across the screen you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so i just in my mind i was like i wonder if i would have been more like if what the crap conditioned. is going on yeah, yeah. but i've no, I don't but i've so. seen that kind of more recently that it's like well i did see a movie that's about as bonkers as it can get yeah <laughs> that's fair um i I love the heck out of it. I would, I, I would even watch it again. Yeah. And I, I don't know that, you know, like a lot of the movies will only watch. I'd be like, if I was watching with you guys again mm-hmm. or watching just to see other people's reactions, yes. like this isn't even that, like I would actually have fun watching this again. Mm-hmm. I have to squint a little bit towards the end of the movie just so I don't get burned <laughs> out by the camera. But I, I really enjoyed it. So, well, I think Danny gave it the best endorsement. He's like, I'm going to talk my wife into watching this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, in honor of Scott, just really quick, the character mm-hmm. who was really into percentages. Yes. Um, and just revisiting back what Rotten Tomatoes gave yeah, yeah. eight and fifteen percent. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of those percentages? What kind of percentage Absolutely would you give fair. it? What What range would you well, give it more? To be fair, for for the critic score, eight percent feels right on target. It that sounds. Th- it feels so wrong to me. I feel like the yeah. critic score should be thirty percent. I don't mm. know. The cinematography is terrible. That like, is, it is terrible. But that's all. The story's terrible. Well, like, yeah, it is all over the place. Right? And, like, right. it's too much. Come on, right? I've seen worse movies would, that have uh, better scores. I, I would put, yeah, it, in, I'd yeah. put it in the 20s. <laughs> I'd put the critics in the 20s. Maybe oh. they had something against this new director, Steven. Well, what, what, what percentage <laughs> would you give it? Uh, so. It's gonna be a sixty to seventy. So uh, that's 60 what I was. That's 70, what I was thinking. I was there. thinking more like the fifty-five to sixty-five yeah. range. Absolutely, it's a solid. Yeah. Pass gets you out of high school graduate. Yeah. yeah. I Forty-five, yeah. fifty-five. That I'd put it in the fifty-five range. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm closer to fifty. It, yeah. it was surprisingly yeah. how negative those are. Yeah. Well, but, uh, yeah, it absolutely does not deserve the. The scores no. Look, yeah, just like Valentine's Day, we thought that yeah. was yeah. that was harshly rated yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But 
Right, so, hey, listen. This is our fourth movie in the season of four seasons. Right, yeah. Season four of the season of four seasons. Our first season, the last movie. Uh, Brant, <laughs> you loved this. I did. I really did. It's official that Brant likes rom-coms. I, I, I know. Okay. So, okay. So. Nice. I think he's four for Nicely four. Nicely done. So, listen. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I like how you snuck that in, like, yeah, the health care yeah, yeah. bill. I was like, I'm with you so far. I'm with you. And I was like, you rotten piece of crap. You should have read it first. So, listen, I... We're going to triple censure you. I, I'm going to go on record. Yeah. Like, with the four random rom-coms that we saw. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Yeah. I had fun with them. I typically don't. Like, I know. And I said this. Me, like, me too. They're formulaic. Yep. I know the end of the movie, the minute that it starts. Mm-hmm. And I hate them typically, but yeah. I maybe there's something about like I hate trash love. Yeah, I don't like real love. A maybe lot that's of what it romantic is. comedies, a lot of the popular romantic comedies, the people in them are actually terrible people. Yeah, and it's mm. it, I think they're I too mean, saccharine sweet for me. Yeah, and then I think, and maybe that is the theme that the the four that we picked, mm-hmm. um, they weren't terrible people. No, like everybody They're was likable. There was the yeah. there was the doctor that cheated on his wife in Valentine's Day. Right, right, um, yeah. Well, and then they all maybe have some sort everybody, of everybody. I mean, he got quote unquote villain, right. but like there was nobody. Like we love Mary. Yeah, mm-hmm. we liked uh, Steve. We even liked Steve. Yeah, yeah. We we liked Dolly Parton and mm-hmm. Sly. Yeah. We we liked you know the the three thousand cast members of, <laughs> of Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Day yeah. <laughs> and we like Scott and Howard and and yeah, Alex. In well, ways, and, yeah. Uh, we did Beverly D'Angelo did great as yeah. the mom. I loved her. I loved her. She's, let's just get a second mortgage. Yeah, uh, we already have a second one. Okay, well you're on your own. Sorry, love you, baby. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it's like well that the the engagement's on hold. No, no, it's not on hold. You're engaged again. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, this ends the season of or the first the mini season. The first, the first season. mini season. Yes. Spring is right? sprung. So, mm-hmm. we're done with our romantic comedy season. The season so, uh, let's have a vote here, if we can, um, of the four movies that we saw, which remind me of the titles. All uh, About Steve. All About Steve. Yes. Uh, Rhinestone. Rhinestone. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Valentine's Day. Yep. And, and nailed. Accidental love. Accidental love. Yes. Hashtag. Colon. Yeah. Nailed. Nailed. <laughs> Exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so out of those, uh, do you think we could pick each of us, whatever, we'll vote to see which one is the most exceptionally bad of that. So I think that all of them, wait, did none of them were bad. We voted all four of them as exceptionally bad. Yeah. Uh, some of them were unanimously exceptionally bad, mm-hmm. not all of them, but they were all exceptionally bad. Mm-hmm. We. We did it, first of all. Can you believe that we picked four exceptionally bad movies that none of us had ever seen? And in a, in a genre that in a genre typically that we, we are don't not like. necessarily fans yeah. of, right? Yeah, that's pretty fun. Except for me. So does everyone, uh, uh, before I, I like ca- ask for your votes, does everybody have one in, or like, do you have one in your mind that is the most exceptionally bad? I've got one in mind. I, th- I think I do. Yeah. I'm on the fence between two. Danny, you might have to, you might have to step up, buddy. Get that tiebreaker ready. No, but step I up. missed two of them. 
Yeah, he did. Okay, so he vote did. for the ones but, you were here for. <laughs> oh, I will vote for the ones. So I do have one in mind from the ones I, okay. I watched. Okay. So how should we do this? Like we do for the awards show? Should we give them a numbers? How about this? Let's do them in order. Okay. Number okay. one is um, Steve. All about Steve. Yeah. Number two is Rhinestone. Number three is Valentine's Day. Number yeah. four is Accidental Love. So on the count of three, hold up the number that goes with the movie that you liked best as the most exceptionally bad. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say one, two, three, go. Okay. One, two, three, go. So we have three votes for Rhinestone and two votes for Accidental Love. So that means Rhinestone is the winner. Congratulations, Bracken. Thank you so much for choosing that movie because it... Yeah, it was fabulous. I think about it all the time about how surprising that is. And I was telling people at work, they asked me, you know, we were talking about the podcast. They're like, tell us something. What's a good movie that we should watch? And I was like... Listen to this. But you can't get it. Comedy, a romantic <laughs> yeah, comedy with Sylvester it. Stallone and Dolly Parton. And they're like, what? that's not real. And I'm like, and, and he sings. Real. He yeah. sings in it. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit of a Sophie's Choice here. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. really, all, all four movies were excellent choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say my second choice was Valentine's Day because I feel like really enjoyed that one. We had so much surprisingly fun. These these movies were so surprising yeah. in a lot of ways. I think my second choice would have been all about Steve. Oh, that, yeah. one surprised that one surprised me. Even though I had seen well. it years ago and forgotten about it, it just, I still think well, about those kids well Peggy, just falling the three-legged into the... baby. Yeah, right. Uh, the kids like, falling into the mine. But and that one was just, just like leaping, her leaping in, just uh, jumping, and the anchor jumping in as well, and the other anchor being like, oh, I, didn't I wish I thought that. of that. <laughs> <laughs> Those I kind of little things. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, honestly, like any one of these, yeah, you can't I, lose. I, I yeah, they were so much fun. Yeah, dang it, that's good. I hey, wanted to hate this season, but I, think I it loved be... it. Anybody who wants to vote can also vote. You guys can, let's do like a poll on Instagram or something of people who have, I guess they would have had to see it. Yeah. But (laughs) we can find out. Go see all of these movies. Yes. Well, except for Ryan Stone. You'll have to, well, if you can find it. If you can find Bracken's address, you can. <laughs> Here, gonna, I'll tell you. We're like going to set up a live stream and just have it running in the background. <laughs> like I said, I had to buy it on eBay, yeah. a DVD copy. You could just rent it I, out to I'm, them. Now I'm cher- cherishing it. Is yes. that old for What's that Bracken old Buster? Justin TV? <laughs> yes, yeah, that, it used to be. Yeah, now it's Twitch. Yeah. But yeah, it's Justin TV. That would be awesome. Well, thank you for listening. Well, we're excited to have you back uh, for our next mini season. I don't know if we want to give an intro to that. Maybe we'll wait. Yeah, let's um, wait till next season to introduce that. Yeah. But so it's the it's the season the second mini season of season four, the season of four seasons. Right. <laughs> and hopefully, it, no one's doing a season drinking game. If you want to <laughs> let us know of your favorite horribly, exceptionally bad um, rom com. Please email us at theguys at exceptionallybad.com. Uh, you can you can visit the website exceptionallybad.com. Instagram at exceptionallybad. 
Is Twitter still around? Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, Twitter, at X, exceptionally bad, with no E at the beginning. And listen, if you have a rom-com that you think that I, Brant, personally will love, please <laughs> send it to me. Attention, Brant. I will give you my personal review of your rom-com. <laughs> any, any movie you guys want to suggest, please let us know. Yeah, let us know. We're always looking for suggestions. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bad movies with your friends. Ugh, that was terrible. Can we fix that in post?